Hello, and welcome to the planning period. This is Tamil. And this is Kim with tips, tools, and tricks while quarantining in 2020. Our tip for today is to get on schedule to get more out of your day. We received an email from Azari in Wilmington, and she wrote, "Can you share a day in the life of quarantine teaching?" So, Tamu, I really feel like this is a great question for you. So, please share your typical day. Absolutely. Since I have a fifth grader, um, my day would definitely be a little bit more hands-on. Um, our day usually starts the night before with a pre-plan and possibly a pep talk where I can go over what happened that day if I need to, you know, adjust anything. Um, I try to look at the work ahead of time so that I'm not stumbling over anything when I'm teaching my child. Um, mm-hmm. I check his workstation, make sure that it's ready for the next day. Uh, typically, um, we would wake up about 7.30 and get started by 8.15 the latest. Um, since the quarantine, we've been going to bed a little bit later, waking up a little bit later, so we're a little bit more relaxed. Um, now the kids will get up at 8, 8.30, and we get started by 9. Um, for the younger kids, I would say start with math. I would start, I start with math. Um, mm-hmm. I find that my children's brains are most alert in the morning, and then they rapidly decline after lunch. So our power hours are definitely between 8 a.m. and noon, right at lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're having lunch, I'll run out to the grocery store if I have to or, you know, run a quick essential errand. Um, okay. Well, let me ask you this. So you also manage several real estate properties and you've got other projects going on. How do you typically address phone calls from clients or um, deal with appointments you might have during the day? Well, let me address appointments first. Um, I usually schedule everything around my children's schedules. Um, So if they're going to be in a class and I'll go to the doctor then. So whenever I can carve out some time, to do something whenever I'm not, I don't have, or, or after lunch when they're working mm-hmm. on their own, then I'll have my appointments then. Um, and then with the phone calls, which is, is that's very important, especially right now. Um, I am very familiar with my mute button. My children mm-hmm. know that if I'm on the phone with a tenant or a client, they should work independently, quietly until I'm finished. Um, not to say that there isn't the occasional press mute threatened child then get back on the call and sometimes I I may just leave the room just depending on what you know what type of call it is but hopefully they're working you know while I'm on 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 a call um after lunch Mm -hmm. uh that's when you know they can work on something where their brain is not required to do so much active thinking um Mm -hmm. or if I have an appointment like we spoke about just a while ago that you know I could do things after one um, for older children, I'm not as hands-on for the elder one, mm-hmm. for the older ones. Um, and chances are your older kids don't want you to be hands-on. Mine don't. Um, so mm-hmm. I will operate as a supervisor. Um, we just kind of go over what they need to do for that day. And every 30 to 40 minutes, I just, you know, keep a track. How, how is it going? Also, um, I, would re- re- I would recommend taking away the phone while they're working and they have their phone during break times and after after school is done. Um, so 
you know, because you ha- mm-hmm. you're, you don't have homework because you're doing all the work while you're in school. So, you know, when your day is done, it's done. Um, and they get their phones back. Put some parental controls on that so they're not spending every single minute after school on their phones. Um, get some outside time, you know, either during lunch or, you know, after school or, you know, before dinner, after dinner. Get a walk around the neighborhood. Get some vitamin D. Uh, yeah. Okay. It seems like you've got a pretty good handle. Seems like you're really uh, on top of things for your day. Um, no I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We're all in pro- process, progress, making progress. Yeah. So it's now time for the list of seven. So seven. number one, go to our Facebook page at the homeschool planning period and download the daily schedule template or create your own. Number two, at the beginning of the week, sit with each child and review what big items need to be scheduled first. So for example, if they've got an online class, um, we're gonna kind of schedule that in on each day. Then you're going to schedule around that time with um, maybe a specific study time for a specific subject or math. As Tamu was saying, you wanna go ahead and put lunch in there. You wanna put breaks in there. You wanna put piano practice in there whatever you you need them to kind of focus on and make sure they actually get done, make sure that that's on the schedule at the beginning of the week. Each night, number three, each night, have each child review and read what was what's on their own schedule. And I love it when, you know, they say it out loud so everybody hears what's on the schedule. And then secondly at night, go ahead and review with them what's on your schedule. So if you've got appointments or conference calls, you know, you can let them know so that they're aware of what's going to be happening with everybody in the house during the day. Number four, set up their work for the next day. So as Tamu was saying, uh, making sure that their workstation is ready for, for the next day. You're going to set out the books for the first subject and have all the other ones handy in a stack close by. Make sure you have pens, pencils, calculators, rulers, crayons, glue, whatever you might need to make sure you have a smooth day, have it accessible. Um, So the last thing you need is to start having to find something um, as you're trying to get started working. So the last thing you also want to place their schedule or their list of things to do on the top of their pile, right? So that everything's ready to go. Number five, insist that everyone get dressed at the beginning of the day. It's just a good habit to get into. I think it's a myth that um, people think that homeschoolers are lying around in their pajamas. Um, Really, we like to have everybody in the house ready to go at a moment's notice, either if you have to uh, go outside for a break or run to a meeting or what have you, you're ready to go. Unless you're sick. If you're sick, you can lay around (laughs) in your pajamas. (laughs) Or if if you have a scheduled PJ day. (laughs) Or if you have a scheduled PJ day. Other than that, you need to get dressed. So number six, during the day, refer back to your schedule. Kind of have it handy so that the kids can check off when they get something accomplished. Number seven, review how the week's schedule went at the end of the week and make changes as necessary. Yep, I love all of the rest of seven, all of it. Um, Guys, don't forget to email us with any questions you may have at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com, Q-U-A-R-A-N-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G, 
2020 at gmail.com. Also, if you want an example of our schedule, you can email us or you can click on the link at our Facebook page at the Homeschool Planning Period. Well, this episode is in the books. Until the next planning period, keep washing your hands with soap and be the teacher you want your child to have.